Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. This is number 38 in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. So around these parts, we've been full on porching lately. What is this porching I speak of? Well, where I live, when we get a break from the extreme weather, we fully utilize our front porch. The relaxed atmosphere, a libation of some sort, the right lighting, an outdoor ceiling fan, and good people. My family calls this porching. Anyway, a few weekends ago, one of the visiting guests to the porch mentioned his love of the music from the musical Hair. This led to the playing of the Fifth Dimension's Aquarius Let the Sunshine In on one of our phones, at which point yet another fellow friend of the porch commented on how that song is the perfect time capsule for its time during the 1960s. And you know, sitting there listening, I had to agree. It was perfect. So while I wasn't even alive in the 1960s, the 1960s were very much alive in that song. Well, that got me thinking about other decades. And while some took a little effort for me to personally pin down, another soundtrack was extremely easy to dig up and pull from the time capsule where it was buried in the late 1970s. This time, we are going to be checking out the soundtrack record from the 1977 film Saturday Night Fever, which, by the way, was a double album. This thing was so enmeshed with world culture at the time that at one point people actually rebelled against it in the way they may do so against a dictator who is slowly conquering the world one country at a time. I personally have owned at least five copies of this in my lifetime. The original record I had when I was six years old, wore it out, but there's been subsequent vinyl copies to follow. Now, I'm not sure if this is because I'm Italian, but, <laughs> but even when rock ruled my world as my favorite music, I was perfectly, perfectly okay with the disco. I, I need to digress. I don't mean to stereotype a group of people, but I'm going to call it like I see it and go out on a limb and declare officially that the Italians love the disco, at least generally speaking. No, all of them do. Anyway, this record, it feels and sounds just like when it was made. But the thing is that the craftsmanship on some of these songs, they're just impossibly good. For example, I dare you not to embrace the Bee Gees' How Deep Is Your Love. This may be, no sarcasm whatsoever, one of the prettiest songs of all time. Put it this way, 
If you went into the hospital for a heart transplant and they took out your old one, but to, forgot to put in a new one and they sewed you back up and then you told me you didn't like how deep is your love, I still would think that's impossible. But overall, when I hear this record and songs like Night Fever or Jive Talking, I see large floppy collars, puka shell necklaces and feathered hair. When Yvonne Elliman's version of If I Can't Have You comes on, immediately I am swimming in a pool in my cousin's backyard with the other kids. I am as tan as humanly possible and my hair has naturally gone completely blonde only from the sun. I can see it now. Kids are playfully splashing each other in the pool and the adults were in the air-conditioned house in one of the bedrooms doing coke. When I hear Disco Inferno by the Tramps, I immediately see the bald African-American guy with the Rolling Stones shirt with the mouth and the tongue logo skating backwards really, really fast at the roller rink. And yes, yes, he was real. I remember him. He cut the sleeves off the shirt himself. The 1970s would change summertime for every fellow Gen Xer when this guy appeared on the scene who you won't know by name. The man's name was Will Radcliffe. And do you know what he went and did? He invented the slush puppy machine. Do you remember slush puppies? I remember there was one by Rancho Park in Simi Valley, California, not too far from the playground. There was a little kind of corner store type, type place. It might still be there. I wonder if it's still there. But I can still taste the grape flavor and feel the brain freeze each time Boogie Shoes comes on the radio. This record brings back from the dead my memories of a Sid and Marty Croft world where I could escape into the loving arms of Sigmund and his one tooth on Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Or I could party with Martha Ray, who was always trying to foil the bugaloos, physically turning over the record to start another side was like taking a ride on the Wonder Bug dune buggy while getting a simultaneous collective warm hug from Pink Lady and Jeff. Dude, please tell me you remember Pink Lady and Jeff. Pink Lady and Jeff, dude, where the guest stars were, they ranged from Sid Caesar to Cheap Trick. Did things scare you as a kid that really shouldn't have? They just maybe freaked you out, but there was no real reason why. Maybe you just weren't sure why. Side three of the Saturday Night Fever record, for some reason, used to scare me to death. But it was only the first two songs. The first one was Night on Disco Mountain, and the next one was Open Sesame by Cool and the Gang. That's scary stuff, man. I used to make myself listen to them in the dark just to scare myself sometimes. Another standout track on this record is the Tavares version of More Than a Woman. This is yet another perfect song 
that defines its time vividly and lovingly. It is just so good. I hear more than a woman, and I am wearing an orange t-shirt with an iron-on of the Lorne Green Battlestar Galactica cast, which included, by the way, the actress Marin Jensen, who I, as a child, thought was the most beautiful woman I had ever seen. But you know, all things must come to an end. The 1980s were just around the corner, and I would grow up in the 80s way more than I did in the 1970s. Yet, I will always appreciate how this four-record collection just nailed it as not only the soundtrack to a movie, but to summertime. It was a soundtrack to summertime. It was a soundtrack to the 1970s. It was a soundtrack to growing up in Southern California. Many, many things are attached inadvertently to this record. And you know, I can't be alone here. In the United States alone, again, this double album was certified 16 times platinum. Four records. Think, think about it like this. Science Daily says this about all the stuff we've been talking about says whether the soundtrack of your youth was doo-wop or disco new wave or nirvana research shows that even just thinking about a particular song can evoke vivid memories of the past why music can be a powerful memory cue because it's multimodal which means it combines words and instrumentation for which we generally use completely different sides of our brains. So like, if we can't remember the words, we're, we probably will still remember the music. Uh, music may be something that our brains are primed to understand and enjoy in the same way that we're primed to understand language. And music is a very emotional stimulus it's autobiographical in that we remember events from a long time ago with strong emotion, and it's right there in the sound of the music. Think of it along these lines. The Saturday Night Fever songs were constantly playing everywhere. So there's a lot of repetition in the presentation. I mentioned earlier how it was kind of hard to nail down other soundtracks perfectly that represent other cultural phenomenons in different decades. You know, I, I thought maybe the singles soundtrack did a pretty good job for the 1990s, for example, but I'm finding it too hard to make one perfectly fit for the 1980s. And I'm going to say why. It's because there's too much 1980s in my brain for one soundtrack to really cover it. So it doesn't really perfectly fit my 1980s, if that makes any sense. But when one hits hard and latches on tightly and, and it songs and a record, it is no longer just a record, but it's a time machine. And just like we believe in it, especially living in a world of fools, breaking us down, this time machine can believe in us. It knows the door 
to our very soul. It's the light in our deepest, darkest hour. It's our savior when we fall. And it may not think we care for you when we know down inside that we really do. Then it's us you need to show how deep is your love. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. And for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist itself. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Saturday Night Fever soundtrack playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Got four sides. Side one, of course, staying alive. How deep is your love? Night Fever. More than a woman, the Bee Gees version. And if I can't have you. Flip that thing over, side side two, first song. A fifth of Beethoven. More than a woman, the Tavares version. Manhattan Skyline. Calypso Breakdown, dude. Side three, Night on Disco Mountain. Hey, will you just do me a favor? Will you meditate on that for a minute? Just think about the night on Disco Mountain. (laughs) I want to go to Disco Mountain. Where is this Disco Mountain? Probably probably Italy. (laughs) Because let's face it, we Italians, we just love the disco. Open Sesame is after that. Jive talking. You should be dancing and boogie shoes. Dude. Side four, Salsation, KG, and a, I believe, if I'm not wrong, 10-minute version of Disco Inferno. Man, that's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. We would love at this time to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in Western Australia. That's the only the only actual specific place that it told me. It didn't narrow it down to a specific city. It just said Western Australia. So thank you very much, Western Australia, for joining us as well as the greater Accra region in Ghana. Dude, come on. You guys are the best. Welcome to Refresher. This show simply would not exist without you, without its its, its grassroots growth and its word of mouth. Thank you so much. If you could all do me a favor, if you enjoyed this, put it on your social media. Let people know we're alive. And here's the thing. If you know someone that could use some positive companionship, it's never going to get negative on them. And, and, and if you think that maybe they can use a shot in the arm psychologically on shows that are a little bit darker than this one in the sense that 
We cover some heavier stuff. Let them know we're here. Also, if you'd like to, to, to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you are so inclined, that would be outstanding. But whether you do or whether you don't, just please feel free to listen and to enjoy this program anytime that you want to. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by the king of disco, Mr. John Villafuerte. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care, do yourself a favor, and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Hey, maybe on the porch. <laughs>